we always focus on the, I got to lose some weight. I got to lose some weight. I got to lose some weight. You know, my weight, my weight is up. My weight, 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 weight. But that is not, we don't believe that. Yes, of course, we're a weight loss program, but we lose the weight by healing your body. And so we believe that your weight gain, the bioaccumulation of body fat on your body is the response to a bigger problem. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Codred, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I'm here with the one and only Carrie Thompson. Carrie, at the, at the time of this recording, Carrie had a hard time finding a place to sit to do this with me because she's right in the middle of moving. I'm not sure if you can see in the background. I just noticed Christy and I will move it for our next recording, but I do notice a bed sheet in the background. <laughs> so I'm just going to kind of lean to the left and hope that, <laughs> hope that nobody notices it. I was like, what is that? Is that a ghost of Christmas past? No, it's a bed sheet. I don't even know why it ended up in this empty room. But yes, I am right in the middle of moving. And again, these are nice problems to have. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. You know, it'll all be fine. It's funny because Carrie's new house, her current furniture doesn't go with the decor of the new house and she's selling all of it. And she's like, ain't nobody got no place to sleep. Ain't nobody got no place to sit. You know, you got TV trays and, and sitting on the floor. And it's hilarious. Carrie, you can sell things like nobody's business. I'm telling you, and our sister, Laura, actually, I was talking to her on FaceTime last night to confirm a few things. And Christy employs her here at Code Red. She works in customer service. <clears throat> and she was like, Carrie, you're going all, I think she said gangster or minimal. She was like, you're going all gangster in your house. Like nobody got nothing to sit on in your house. I was like, well, it's not that bad, but it's getting bad. <laughs> Well, despite the chaos that right, you're right in the middle of, I appreciate this opportunity to for you to come to talk to all of us and all of us to talk about this subject. I don't remember how I'm gonna what I'm gonna name the podcast, but it's we want to remind you, we want to talk about the fact that your weight gain or your excess body weight is not the problem. It is a result of a bigger problem. We always focus on I got to lose some weight. I got to lose some weight. I got to lose some weight. You know, my weight, my weight is up. My weight, 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 weight. But that is not, we don't believe that. Yes, of course, we're a weight loss program, but we lose the weight by healing your body. And so we believe that your weight gain, the bioaccumulation of body fat on your body is the response to a bigger problem. I like the way one person put it, Christine, it stuck with me because I think that we get so negative and down on ourselves for a number and we should track the numbers. Someone said it this way and I liked it. They said it is excess of stored calories. And I went, ah, because a calorie, as you guys know, or what we're supposed to call a kilocalorie is really just a unit of energy. It's a measurement, a unit of energy. And we blame calories. We talk about calories. Chrissy talks about this extensively when she does her challenges. But all a calorie is, is stored energy. 
if you don't need it, it goes somewhere else, like your thighs, your butt, your waist, your neck, the back of your arms, wherever. So I think it's helpful to think of it as stored energy. But Christy's right. It really doesn't have to do about the stored energy. It really has to do about whatever else is going on in your life. What is going on in your life that is causing this bioaccumulation of excess body fat? What is it that's making you go from a size eight to a size 24? What is it that is making you, we believe it is a, a series of a, the main things. Okay. Lack of sleep. We believe we have, or we have seen, remember we've had at the time of this recording, we've had over 70,000 people come through our 10 pound takedown challenge. And we've written thousands of customized nutrition programs from people all over the world. So this is just the, what we have seen. Lack of sleep. Well, you ain't sleeping, you ain't losing, we like to say, but shorten your sleep, shorten your life. The lack of sleep is a real serious problem. Lack of water, right. or instead of having water, you're having Diet Coke, wine, Red Bulls, other milk, other things like that. Uh, those are the big things. And then, of course, eating chemically processed crap food. And then you're on medications. And then, you know, you, there's so many other things, stress, anxiety, sadness, that cause your body to bioaccumulate body fat. It's interesting, Christy, because I would have to say, I would, as you were giving that list, because we didn't talk about this ahead of time, I was thinking about what you were saying, uh, which I think makes our podcast so much more organic. Because <laughs> I, I think you're right. Yeah, sorry. I know I threw you off. Talk about right, before I, right before I hit the record button, I said, this is what we're going to talk about. Poor thing. <laughs> Literally, y'all, like this is how we do it. And I have to tell you, if you ever seen the series, What's Eating You, that Larry, our dad, did with me, all of my responses are completely organic because I did not look over any of the notes before we recorded it. I'm not saying I, you know, I did that for the business, Christy. I did that for the, no. <laughs> but anyway, I was just thinking about this as you were saying it, because of course we haven't discussed it. And I do believe if I had to guess beyond emotional eating, beyond emotional eating, that the, I truly feel that the number one cause of excess stored calories on our body, bioaccumulation of fat is absolutely 100% in my opinion, in my life, processed food. Ooh. It has to do with processed food. I believe the availability, the price, and the addictiveness that's built into that food is one of the biggest reasons. And if you can kind of step back and see it for what it really is, it changes your perspective. Do you know what I mean? It changes the way you feel about things. It changes the way you feel about these places when you pass them. They're out to addict you. They're out to get you hooked. And I think it's so easy to be like, yum, and you know, all the other jokes and all the other taglines. But if you think about the introduction of uh, that, the obesity rate in our country has increased exponentially with the increase of availability of processed foods and chemically processed Franken foods, like we talk about. I see it a little different. I, yeah. I I do agree with you, of course, but I think that even further or even bigger, what I think is the the fact that we're chronically sleep deprived in our society. Yes. yes. And everybody, I don't know a lot of people. This is the number one thing we deal with with our clients and with the Code Red community is lack of sleep. Because when you have a lack of sleep, your body senses that lack of sleep as stress mm -hmm. and it sends sugar cravings. So, and it sends cravings for Taco Bell and for Arby's and it sends cravings for Cold Stone and it sends cravings for caramel macchiatos, things that you wouldn't normally crave. So, because we 
our, our average person in our society is getting four to five hours of sleep, we are waking up behind the eight ball. So yes. you're waking up dehydrated. You're way, you're, you're way too much coffee. Then you're going right to diet Coke because you're just caffeine, caffeine, caffeine. You're so tired and it's caused you to make poor decisions. I can tell you, Carrie, I never crave Taco Bell, but when I'm tired or I never crave caramel macchiatos and cake pops, but when I'm tired, who it is so I like because your body is sending that that sugar signal to get you that instant energy that it yes. needs so it doesn't so you don't cross over the yellow line and wreck into oncoming traffic. So I noticed that I'm starting to crave things when I'm tired that I never normally would crave. So I think the bigger issue is sleep deprivation. I could see that as well. I mean, you could argue any point. I love how Dr. Mark Hyman talks about being a, an ER doctor. Christy, remember we were sitting in his conference. So Christy and I were sitting in California at his conference and he says, I was an ER doctor for this many years. He goes, by the way, after a long shift at the ER, I never said, Ooh, I just could have some broccoli. <laughs> And broccoli is what he used. Like that was his, or kale. kale. He said, nobody wants kale and broccoli Nobody's after they worked all kale. night. Yeah. You're never like, I really would, mm, some broccoli would hit the spot right now. He said, you want a coffee and donut. So I do think that we, um, with the advent of the processed foods being so available. And then on top of that, we are not taking care of ourselves. Like Christy says, we are not sleeping. And so it is absolutely compounding the problem. And the other thing, Christy, that kind of is a caveat off of sleep is we have so much going on in our lives. Mm. And I'm not putting down our parents or younger oral generations or anything, but I do think that we are in a time that people have way more going on, even like in my forties compared to what I did in my twenties. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I don't remember having so many outside stressors and things and devices and bing and bong and bring and, and, um, stimulus. There was no Alexa. There was no Siri. There was no, you know what I mean? And I think that oh. I do think that we've got this constant demand on our brain. There's no off. When we were kids, mom would say, go outside. And guess what? When, we, when Christy and I walked outside in Grangemont to the property, it was silent. It was, it was silent. Fun. Unless somebody was making noise, there was no noise. Yeah. And you know, I, I used to train celebrities in New York city and I trained Katie Couric for a long time and we never, and I was talking to Chris Gethin, my, I bring up Chris, Chris Gethin on every single podcast, but I said, uh, well, I used to train celebrities, but I don't have any pictures. And he said, oh, he goes, I used to race motocross, but that was before we started taking pictures of everything. And, and back when I, and I don't have pictures of me and Katie Couric or, or me and, and Peter Shankman or Ethan Hawke or Claire Danes or Hillary Swank, all those people that I trained, I never thought to get a picture because smartphones were not out back then. And we didn't <laughs> have access. You had to actually, could she take a real picture? I know. Go to, then go down to Walgreens and have it developed. But kids don't know nothing about that now. No. So <laughs> there is so much outside stress. And, and what we've noticed, like with regard to the sleep, that when we, when we get people sleeping, their body fat comes off. Yes. When we get people sleeping, the yes. scale starts to drop. It's to get people sleeping part that causes the weight loss. And I don't think that people are making that connection. 
Christy, there, it cannot be denied that cortisol and the cortisol and adrenaline response system is a very real thing. And I think that we've kind of been like, oh, it's just work stress or it's just when I hear my, like I get a lot of emails every day, but if I heard them all coming in, Christy, it would definitely increase my stress level. So that even just the sound of being someone from Code Red needs you, being you have to handle this invoice, being somebody wants Christy to speak. I mean, you don't think about that because we're so used to those sounds, but all of that interrupts your circadian rhythm and that stress signals the cortisol production, which we all know cortisol increases blood sugar because your body is trying to save your life. And we want it to save your life. If you're in a car accident, guess what I want to work? My cortisol, my adrenaline response system. (laughs) I want to shunt blood away from my organs so I don't bleed to death on the side of the road. I want it to work. But when I'm in a meeting that's ugly, I don't need it to work. You know what I mean? I don't need it to work. Then I need to be calm. And all of that is adding, I believe, to our stress, which adds to our lack of sleep. And from a marketing standpoint, saying that we're trying to heal our bodies, it doesn't sell programs. It doesn't make money. Healing it's my sexy, body. It, it's not sexy, right? It, because the most, I think one of the top five most uh, Googled phrases or Google subjects is weight loss. Weight loss is one of the biggest industries on the planet and and it's such a saturated industry. So to stand out in a saturated industry like weight loss, you don't talk about healing your body. You just know better than that. If you want to actually pay the bills and keep your employees on staff, you have to wait to market weight loss to where it gets people's attention. But the bottom line is if you want to lose weight, you've got to heal your body because it's not about the weight. It's not the problem. It's a part of a bigger problem. It's just a manifestation of something so much bigger. Mm -hmm. So when you heal your body, the weight comes off, the medications go down, like all the other things happen. But we're so focused on the scale. Can we talk about something that is very trendy, the word, but I don't mean it in the trendy sense. I'm going to say it, folks, and I'm talking about bath bombs, pedicures. I'm talking about all that, but self-care. We just Mm. don't practice self-care anymore. We really don't. And people people are like, Margarita Monday, self-care. And you're like, okay, well, drinking alcohol with your friends is not a self-care. For you may think it is, but then you go home dehydrated and and you're all carved up and you don't sleep good. And But I think, Chrissy, that we've lost – this sense of being able to put ourselves first in some way. I mean, obviously I can never be the very first person in this family because it's just not going to work, but I can go to bed on time. I can drink my water. I can get my butt up five days a week and I do go to the gym. So there are things that I do every day that are a form of self-care. And I think we've become so lackadaisical in our society because we are so busy. It's so much going on that we just have. And I think that again is a domino effect. So, you know, Mm -hmm. no self-care you're eating processed foods, um, you know, and it just goes right down the line. I mean, yesterday, Christy was so sweet. I want to use this as an example, Christy. Christy was so sweet to gift 
our family with some pork that she purchased as part of a donation for a 4-H program in Orfino, Idaho, when Christy was helping out the victims of the fires there. So of course, Christy had more pork than she knew what to do with. And I was more than happy to uh, take that gift and so thankful for it. So yesterday, here it is. It would have been so much easier just to even do a code red meal, but a slap together one. But I said to Anne Marie, go get some of Aunt Christie's pork. Now we call it Aunt Christie's pork. (laughs) I said, put it in the microwave. And did it take extra time, Christy? Yes, it did. I showed her how to defrost and then I put it in the skillet and I was like, take the fork and let me show you. And I showed her how to fry it up. It was nice and crumbly. And we made a delicious meal. The whole family sat and ate together. How long did it take me? Was it longer than something really simple and maybe just, uh, but it was that time I spent with her. It was that time being thankful for what Christy had done for us. It was that time learning how to cook, but we don't do that stuff anymore, Christy. We're all going in 19 different directions and we wonder why we're fat. It's because we're running through the drive-thru just trying to survive. When I see somebody who is overweight, and sick or just overweight, like I see him walking through the Costco or Winco, or I see him walking through the mall. That is not somebody who practices self-care. I agree. And 100%. I, I, I fact, said we have a relative. Mm. Mm-hmm. Chrissy, I won't say it because who knows? They might, they might get Jesus and decide to listen, but um, <laughs> they have Jesus. They might get inspired and decide to listen. But this Christy, I know exactly what Christy's going to say. This person is so horribly unhealthy, but babysits all the grandkids constantly is doing for other people constantly is holding, um, this kind of special event for a church, constantly having, um, the women's meeting at their house, constantly hosting this I'm like, but you're not even taking care. And I don't even care about their size or their shape. I care about their health, Christy, Mm -hmm. because someday we're going to get a phone call that that person has dropped over dead from a heart attack or a stroke. And I don't think that day is very far off. So they're not caring about themselves, even though they appear to care about everybody else. Right. Sorry, I had to go off. I said this on an ad, uh, one of my ads, and man, I got a lot of mean comments underneath uh, that said, um, uh, being overweight is not a a marker of poor health, but it is. I don't care what you, it's just accept, just because it's accepted in our society to be overweight doesn't mean you're healthy. That is a marker of poor health. Maybe not poor health, like somebody having a heart attack, poor, poor, but it's not healthy to be overweight. It's it's just not. And it's a, an indication yeah. that there's something bigger going on. Yes. And it's an indication that you are not taking care of yourself. Yes. Getting a massage is a part of self-care. Yes. yes getting a pedicure, getting a manicure, whatever, you know, but, but if you truly do love yourself, you will get that weight off yeah. and you yeah. will put, quit putting that kind of pressure on your body. And when you look at the bigger issue that's causing the weight gain and you take care of those, you'll notice that the weight goes off. But I'm sorry. No, it is not self-care when you walk around 60 pounds overweight. It's not self-care that self-care. No, 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 I agree. And and this is a touchy subject because Mm -hmm. we do believe you should love yourself no matter what your size. But there people say weight is not an indicator of health. And that's a tough one for me. This might be a whole nother podcast because I do want to believe in women and empower them. I do want, but I also do believe that weight's an indicator of something going on in your life. So if uh, my weight always is Christy, 
My weight always is. If it's up, if it's down, that's a pretty clear indicator of stress or because I'm emotionally eating or I'm stress eating, which I have a huge tendency to do. And, you know, um, it's an indicator. So we've had people, Christy, that have had like gut issues and get their guts fixed by just cutting out sugar and lose the weight like crazy. They're like, Code Red's the best diet, which we hate that word diet. (laughs) They're like, it's the best diet. I was like, no, what you don't get is just the fact that you cut out and got your gut line back out to where it's working properly is why you mostly lost the weight. You know, it's not a miracle or a big mystery. Yeah. Uh, I've heard Dr. Hyman talk about that. They just get someone's gut figured out. They've had these horrible infections that are being fed by sugar. They quit the sugar and then all of a sudden they start dropping the weight. It's like, wow. Well, so I don't believe that health, that weight is the only indicator of good health, but if you're overweight and obese, it's an indicator that something's not right. Like something's just not quite balanced, you know? And we, we live it every day. We've seen this, like you, like you said, Carrie, I'm just going to reiterate that. Yeah. When my weight is up, it's because I'm really not practicing self-care and I'm, I'm not doing the other things to keep myself healthy and my weight goes up. And so we don't think that the weight is the problem. We really do think it's the, and it's the result of a bigger problem. The weight is not the problem. It's the result. And so I want it's you guys symptom that it's the what it's a symptom. It's a symptom. That's the word I was looking for. Symptom. Yeah, it's a symptom. So yes. I think that instead of being like, I hate myself, I'm addicted to sweets. I can't stop eating French bread or any of that crap or Krispy oh, Kreme and Starbucks just calls my name instead oh. of pulling all that crap. Let's stop and take a step back and say, okay, what is my weight a symptom of now? This could go deep and this is not something in our wheelhouse, but I mean, is it a symptom of the abuse you suffered as a child? That's very real. We have people that have struggled with that and gotten past it and lost their weight. I'm not saying that's easy, but that's one thing. Is it a symptom of you not wanting people of the opposite sex or the same sex to notice you? So, but it's, it is a symptom of something or just not giving a crap. I mean, I just, I don't, I've seen people, they like, I, I just, and I think that's with our uh, relative that I was talking about. I just... I don't give want to give a crap. It's too hard. It's too hard to give up the patterns that I've put into place for the last 40, 50, 60 years than to care. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's a symptom. And it's really yes. strange. But if you put weight gain right there next to the other symptoms, uh, lack of confidence, um, increased yes. medication, now you're on a CPAP. If you put them all, because our society doesn't, our society doesn't put all of them equal. It puts weight gain at the top because that's what we visually can see. Mm-hmm. But acne, you know, sore joints, there's all the symptoms and they're all equal. They really are. And yeah. they'll all go away once you start to heal your body. How do you start to heal your body? You got to start getting sleep. That's the number one biggest thing. Biggest determining factor, not just in weight loss, but in overall good health long term. You've got to start drinking your water. And we think that including water into your diet is going to 
crowd out the right the right amount, not one glass, not three glasses. We're talking about at least a gallon a day. That's going to crowd out the other things that you might be putting because you're not going to feel like it. I mean, you know, if you drink the right amount of water, you're going to be like, eh, I really don't feel like it. So those are the ways to start the healing process. I, I'm on a, I'm a guest on a lot of different podcasts and they always ask me, what can people start doing right now? And I said, sleeping and drinking your water, you can start doing right now and you can actually start to feel better as early as tomorrow morning. Yes. It's not sexy to say that, but that no. is a part of the healing process. And that's going to get you not only just the weight off, but it's going to reduce the inflammation in your joints. It's going to uh, help you sleep better. It's going to give you more energy. It's going to help your, it's going to clear up your skin. So many things happen when you start sleeping right and start drinking your water, the healing process starts. Christy, should I put Zip Fizz Pop Go in my water? No, just water. But can I add a scoop of, oh my gosh, I've been doing it for years, Barbone, and it tastes like apple cider, and it's it's for the holidays, pumpkin. No, just drink your water. But I mean, I used to take these drops. No, just, just drink water. Just Drink water. I get, Christy, and I got to tell you, I was thinking about this the other day. This kind of goes along with water and sleep and making it simple. You know, we were growing up back in the olden days. You know, we didn't have a drink in our hand all the time. Do you ever notice that? Like right. we drank water because we had well water and it was delicious. But now it is so available, like processed foods. Everywhere you go, are you thirsty? Do you want water with that? Do you want a water? Do you want a pop? Do you want a, a Pepsi, a Coke, a diet? And it's so available. If people struggle with cutting your water, if you'll cut out everything else, oh, trust me, you won't have any problems drinking your water. But I think it's so much more available. Like we've always said, even at Lowe's and Home Depot, you can grab a cold Pepsi right next to the nails. What? So it's changed. Yeah. Our society's changed. Everyone's like, we could get a drink. Do you want to get a drink? I mean, I think we should probably get it. Do you want to grab a drink? Like Jim Gaffigan goes, we're going to go there. We probably should eat before we go. Do you think they have a food bar there? And then when we get home, we should probably grab something on the way home to eat. You know? <laughs> Same thing with yeah. drinks. They're everywhere. Okay. The deck is definitely stacked against us. There's no question. I mean, it's everywhere. And it's at the, le the level of your kids. It's really hard to turn down when it is everywhere. And this is why I am so not in favor of detox programs because the body knows how to detox itself, yes. provided there are no toxins coming in. If you just give it sleep, sunlight, and water, you'll notice that the detox, you don't need the shakes. You don't need to go to a clinic. You don't need to, you don't, you really don't. The body will take care of because it doesn't want to have all that extra body fat. It really doesn't. That's hard on it. It's hard on your body, hard on your joints, hard on your back. It doesn't want to. I mean, you, you break out in acne. The first thing you want to do is change your diet. That's the first thing, because we got to figure out what the heck is causing this acne. And there, there are some cases like cystic acne and, and those real severe that it's a it's different. But it's where I don't believe in the detox programs because I don't think you need them. I think it's a scam. I think it's a marketing ploy. I think it's just and I'm a capitalist. I believe in. But I don't believe that you need that stuff. And we're so desperate and we're looking for answers. We're looking for the quick fix. And the quick fix really is shutting off your phone, getting at least seven hours of sleep tonight and starting to drink a gallon of water tomorrow morning. Just water. Just water. Just yeah. water. It doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to add any packets of fizz and goo and elect all this special crap. Just water. <laughs> we would love for you to start believing and start Yes. Backing up your, your view and looking at the bigger picture yes. of not just, I've got to lose weight. 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 No, we've got to heal your body. And I know that that's not fancy and it's not sexy and it doesn't sell, 
but you really need, if you switch your mind and understand that so many things will clear up and so many things will level up and so many things will get better. If you start the healing process of your body, then it won't feel like such a chore to lose weight or I'm losing weight or it's, it's, I'd rather you back it up and look at a bigger picture here. That's why I like that you say taking your life back, Christy, because it's not about the pounds as much as it is stopping and turning your life in a completely different direction. I love that. And I mean, I I hate to say it, but it really is a lifestyle. The lifestyle is in honoring and caring for yourself enough to get sleep, honoring and caring for yourself enough to put only real food in your body, which is the proper human diet where we were specifically created to eat. That's honor. That's respect. That's self-care. And I think it's the ultimate self-care far beyond massages, far beyond pedicures. You know, the ultimate self-care is what we eat. And don't forget that eating is the second most intimate thing that we do. And we don't realize that we just shove crap in our mouth and we don't think about it. And so your weight is not the problem. It is the the symptom of a bigger problem. And we really need to tackle that bigger problem where you're just going to keep losing and gaining the same 20 pounds. Very true. I love it. Mm -hmm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rubble Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Of course, I always remind you that we have rolling challenges every month. So you can get on a 10-pound takedown challenge, 10poundtakedown.com. We appreciate you guys. We love you. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on-the-go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode's show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on-the-go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.